everyone. Welcome back to Hot Fettle. I'm Taylor. I'm, I'm Samantha. And I'm Steve. I'm Rachel. And we're going to start to talk about the second scenario that we recorded last week. Um, how did everybody feel about that? Really good. I felt that we were very professional in each of our roles that were being played. I definitely think that as a student in the healthcare profession and being in the clinical field, um, I definitely do feel as though we did a much better job in the second segment, um, seeing that this is the application that you would actually see in real life with other patient interactions. Mm-hmm. Right, going off of that, as the nurse, I felt a lot better playing that role in the second segment than the first, whereas you can see in the first one, I probably wasn't performing my duties as a nurse as well as I should have. Yeah, the second segment is like a world of a difference from the first Mm -hmm. one, just off communication alone, too and how we all interacted with each other, like, double-checking everything, informing the parent, mm-hmm. like, everything. Yeah, as the so parent in the scenario, I felt more included and more at ease in knowing what was going on and the communication and effectiveness to the entire healthcare team. And so a big theme that we've noticed in uh, both of the scenarios is the difference in teamwork and collaboration through the the teams. Um, what is your guys' definition of teamwork and in a professional collaboration? So teamwork to me um, is defined a group of individuals coming together with a common goal. So you're working together in whichever aspect, whether it be a physical, um, verbal, mental, um, a mental goal that you're, you're heading towards, but you're each building off of one another and contributing to what that goal is in order to actually accomplish it. And interprofessional collaboration is the same thing. The, the only difference is you're working with different healthcare professionals, whether it be a nurse, whether it be um, a physician or um, the, the staff in the um, cafeteria, you're all working together for the benefit, for the benefit of the patient. So it's patient-centered care. Um, so that I think that all just kind of comes together. Um, I totally agree with Sam um, going off on that and based on teamwork. I just think teamwork, it, um, especially in the healthcare profession, I just think that um, it gives each individual and even the parent uh, an opportunity to learn and go beyond, you know, our maybe traditional ways of thinking, you know, as a nurse, you have some set of not, not rules, but kind of like care, looking at this and that, mm-hmm. or set of way of thinking. Maybe then somebody from radiography, you know, 
that they're trained to think and look and prioritize no um, certain things than what a nurse would do or what a physician would do. So I just think that that again, reiterating, giving the opportunity to go mm -hmm. beyond the traditional way of thinking is like it's a huge impact, you know, when we're going towards a common goal. And it's like mm -hmm. the opportunity to grow. Right. Yeah, definitely teamwork like in the healthcare I guess healthcare professionals teamwork takes on like a whole new meaning because you might be working with people that you mm -hmm. don't necessarily know too well, but there's like, there's so many people that the patient encounters and for everyone to communicate um, effectively to benefit the patient and get them the care that they need and the care that they deserve um, it's just really important that everybody works together and communicates effectively right and I think that everybody in their you know in their own roles or in their own profession can benefit from any sort of knowledge that anybody else can give them like there's some things that a parent will notice that maybe the physician or the nurse or whoever won't know about and we can all benefit from that, you know, little nugget of information to help us provide the best Definitely. patient care possible. Yeah, very, very interesting point that you hit there, um, Taylor, about, you know, the parents. That's huge, especially in our pediatric population. You know, mm -hmm. Who better knows the patient than the parents? Who better can advocate for that patient, you know, that vulnerable patient? And then, I guess, as the nurses also here we come, we advocate not only for the parent but for the this patient itself. And I think this is something that is one of our core values mm -hmm. in the nursing field. So very very good point mm -hmm. that you highlight there about the parent um Taylor. Right. And so bouncing off of that, um a big thing like sharing that information is the the communication between the professions. Um, how did we feel that the uh, communication was enhanced that second time around? The second time around, I mean, you can clearly see between the different parties, the nurse, the parent, the uh, radiography, everybody communicated what was going on. Uh, as for me, the nurse, I, I actually gave a report to the radiography and it explained to them what the sternal precautions was. So we completely avoided the fiasco we had in the first scenario. So it completely eliminated the issue where uh, where a sentinel event could have happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and by being the x-ray tech in that role, it was so much better that communication because I learned something out of it that I would not have known before so that when it happens again I know what to look for in the patient like I know what sternal precautions are now I know mm -hmm. not how to pick up the baby and how not to just to make sure everything goes right so it's great that I learned something out yeah of and as the other radiography um, tech I've seen um I kind of felt more involved. Um, I felt more part of 
the team because we're used to being in our off little room, um, taking x-rays of other patients, but being there and going to the patient room, being informed by the nurse, I felt like we were actually part of, part of them, mm-hmm. you know, part of the team. And that's what we're here for. So I definitely felt that in this second scenario, learning what the, per- the sternal precautions were was very beneficial, not only for us, but definitely for the patient. And so we avoided the trouble. Like, like Steve said, we avoided the fiasco in the first scenario, and that's what matters most. Right. Going back to the learning point, I feel like as healthcare professionals, we're, we will never know everything. We will always want to know more. And every day is going to be a learning experience for us. And this is a perfect opportunity for not only all of us and maybe for our audience listening, they might not know what the general precautions were and listen to this podcast. Hopefully this is one thing they can take away from it is that we will always continue to learn. Totally, totally agree with you there, Steve. And uh, right, there is a saying that in the healthcare profession, once we, you know, graduate, we have our diploma. Do not expect for us to know every little single thing. You know, there's a range of variety of like um, professions, um, specialties, um, complex disease that are arising um, every, not every day, but maybe, you know, that's new to us and that we still haven't had any learning or knowledge, prior knowledge to it before, but totally agree with there, there with you, Steve. Um, also, another thing when it comes to communication, I wanted to point out in the second, um, in the second segment, one thing that I actually um, liked and observed there, I guess, um, as the physician, me playing the role, you know, when we communicated with um, Nurse Steve there about the ordering a chest x-ray, you know, it wasn't like the traditional communication, I want to say, okay, yes, um, verbal communication. It was also, you know, the physician in there also said, I will make sure to update that in the chart. So it's another way of communication, you know, now that technology is growing and expanding, um, science is revolving, you know, we have a computer that we take with us, it, the system, the, what is it, the health record is there for everyone that ha- that plays a role in the patients in the patient that has access to it. So for instance, let's say that nurse Steve wasn't around, like there. You know, maybe that precaution when the radio text went in and logged into the patient's record, you know, there could have been there like mm-hmm. a, there's a precaution, there's a sternal precaution. So you guys know what you know you know there's there's another way of communication. So I I I actually like that the physician, you know, make sure to take another mm-hmm. like plan B step for communication other than, you know, nurse days, um, make sure they know what certain precaution is, you know, update the chart. A line of communications more, more open lines of communicate communicating. Right. And I think that right. yes. you know, even though miscommunication may not always end up in such a dire situation. It really does help facilitate that that trust and relationship between the patient and the physician and the rest of the team to make the, you know, the healthcare 
optimal and make the patient feel comfortable enough to, you know, report anything that they're feeling or experiencing, or let's say like any medications that they've taken, you know, like it just makes the experience better in itself. Yes. Yes. Totally agree with you there again. Um, do you think there are um, maybe any other ways of improvement in the second segment? I mean, it was a lot mm -hmm. more improvement than the first one, obviously, but I don't know. Stepping back, do you guys think there's other ways we could have improved? I think that there's always a, a better way to improve. There's always room for improvement. I think the scenario, the second scenario was um, much more effective than the first. Definitely had more open lines of communication. But like you said, um, Yahaira, as a physician, you updating the that's another open line of communication that we didn't really think about to really implement in this scene. Um, and I feel like there's always room for improvement. Something could have just been a little bit, we could have done just a little bit more. I can't say exactly what it is. I don't know if anybody in the house has an opinion, but I think that always definitely could improve no matter where you are. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Our improvements, we may not be able to think about it now, but maybe one of our audiences listening can provide us with some feedback on how we can improve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think a, yeah, a lot totally. of people Why in not? the healthcare field might not understand the um, the things that different professions can bring to the table. And I, I think that, you know, like talking about each of the roles and responsibilities of each healthcare worker's, um, you know, little niche is, is you know, really, really good to think about. Um, so working on this uh, scenario, what did you guys learn differently about other roles and responsibilities in the healthcare fields? I know for, for me, I didn't realize that uh, radiology like comes up and takes the patient and, um, you know, like knows all of this, um, needs to know like a background on the patient. Otherwise, you know, things can go a little bit awry. Yeah, I think that, um, I guess, if I step back and see, look into just the scenario, um, I feel that, um, I don't know, as, as far as roles and responsibilities, I feel as though the nurse definitely stepped up um, in their role, and even with responsibility, because as a radiologist tech, I could have just... I could have just looked at the chart and see if there were sternal precautions. I could have just proceeded like in the first scenario and had the help of Rachel and picked up the patient incorrectly. Um, but the nurse definitely stepped up in their role and gave us a handoff, which we don't typically experience. And I think that was definitely a good thing um, that came out of this. So how did we feel about our roles and responsibilities in both scenarios? Um, well, as a physician, I felt very 
very, I guess, unprofessional. And I wasn't there, I guess, as a leader. I was just, I felt isolated. Let me put it in those words. I felt isolated. I felt that I wasn't included in what was going on, what orders were given, what was happening, you know, and um, also as a physician, where was I? Was I making my rounds? When were my rounds happening? When was I um, planning to do rounds, you know? So, I, yeah, it, it felt, I felt isolated, honestly, compared to the second one. The second one, I felt like I, you know, I was notified, I was included, um, what was going on. Like, the nurse took the, um, took the responsibility of calling me and letting me know what was going on, and then I was able to, like, step up to my role and, you know, and mm-hmm. care for my patient. Well, going off on that, on your, your heart said, I felt like as the nurse, I was the cause of the communication breakdown from the first scenario that made your heart felt like she was isolated. Uh, and then in the first scenario, I felt really uncomfortable playing the nurse mm-hmm. the way I did just because the last two years in our program, we were taught about the importance of communication and here we have a scenario where we had zero communication which led to poor patient outcome and in the second one I felt a lot better because I was able to put in what we learned and was able to effectively communicate between each party not only with the physician the radiography but also with the parent letting them know what's Mm -hmm. going on to put them at ease. Yeah, I completely agree with you as the radiology tech. In the first scenario, I was like super uncomfortable because when we do get um, the history on the patient, it's usually just a small blurb of information. We don't get the full, um, the full explanation of it so the history of the patient could have said certain precautions but I would have had to ask somebody else or look up what that meant before getting the patient so as the radiology tech in the first situation going to baby John's room I would I was just like uncomfortable not being able to answer the mom's questions and um, not really knowing what I was heading into without communicating with the nurse first Whereas in the second situation, it's just so much more comforting knowing more information about the patient and getting that communication and just that um, the insurance that I'm going to benefit the patient. Yeah, I definitely and I'm not going to hurt agree them with Rachel as the other um, radiology technologist. I felt like in the first scenario, I was kind of just disengaged, especially with the patient's mom. I couldn't assure her of anything. I didn't know where the physician or even the nurse was to verify that we were there for the chest x-ray. So we just kind of came in, not blind, because once we go in for chest x-rays, we kind of know that the patient is more or less um, not able to move the way we need to. So we kind of have that plan, but we didn't know that the extent of it, the sternal precautions of it, we, we just kind of we're disengaged with the mom, not, not giving her the assurance. Like Rachel said that we weren't going to harm her child 
you know, the patient. Mm-hmm. But in the second scenario, I think that we went in, we, we verified with the patient, we verified um, with the nurse and we had a better idea of what we were actually getting into. And we, we provided that patient centered care. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, as, as the parent, I felt like I was more inclined to, I mean, the second, the first scenario, I felt like I was more or less just adding stress to the situation um, and not really trusting the healthcare team or healthcare professions enough to, you know, voice my concerns. Whereas the second scenario, I felt like um, as the parent, I was more involved and, you know, I felt like the parent was adding to rather than taking away from the situation. Right. In the first scenario, we didn't, as the healthcare team, we didn't really give you a reason to place mm-hmm. your trust in us when we weren't telling right. you anything. Right. We didn't take our roles and responsibilities as we should have. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I think that could have um, been very difficult to facilitate good teamwork in that aspect. Um, but how, how did we see improvement in the teamwork in the second scenario? Well, as a a physician, the role that I played, I think that the physician, you know, was on point, um, communication with the, with nurse C was there. Like I, um, like I mentioned previously, um, it wasn't only like through the phone, hey, make sure I'm ordering a chest x-ray, um, be aware of the certain precautions, but I also took that extra minute or two to update the chart um, so everybody that has access to it can look at that. Um, so that was another way of communication in there. And I just think that in my, um, as a student nurse point of view, I just think that in the second um, segment, nurse C did an excellent job of communicating, you know, nurses are basically like uh, in between the messenger, you know, connected to, are there 24-7 with the, with the patients, they are the ones that make sure that the patient's concerns and voice are being heard, say it be to the staff in the cafeteria, you know, lunch tray came up wrong, this is what the patient ordered, this is what they received, that it let it be with the radiology tech, radiology tech, hey, you know, nurses in this special precaution, let it be with another nurse, delegating tasks. I just think, you know, nurse teams did an excellent job there communicating not only with the physician, but also with the rate techs and especially, especially more importantly mm-hmm. with the mother, you know. I think that was, that was mm-hmm. very huge. In the second scenario, I agree. I kind of think everyone just worked together so much better um, with Steve making himself available as radiography came to the room. That's, that was just so much better in the situation. The, yeah, the communication between the nurse and doctor and, and radiography and the nurse. Everything was just so much better in the second one with teamwork-wise, how we all kind of just work together to do it. Right. And I think that, you know, communicating and kind of everybody knowing what is going on and what needs to happen really helps facilitate and build a a stronger bond between the professions. 
um, and there were, you know, less speed bumps through the scenario because everyone was just cooperating and working together um, rather than one person taking control and, you know, not letting others help. I think that, you know, that really helps our, our patient situation. Okay. So back to the audience, we've discussed, you know, the values and ethics of working together in an in a interprofessional team. We've discussed acknowledging the roles and responsibilities of each member of the team and how communication can really affect the patient outcomes. We've also discussed teamwork and how that plays a major role in the um, patient outcomes as well. How do you, how do you, as the audience, feel about each of these aspects when it comes to your profession? Thank you guys so much for joining us. We would love to hear your experiences, your thoughts, um, anything about this scenario that you found useful. Um, and we'd love to hear your own experiences. All right, stay tuned for the next segment, and we would love to hear your thoughts. We would love to hear back from you guys, whether you're in the healthcare profession or not. Um, I'm signing off. I'm Taylor. I'm Samantha. I'm Rachel. I'm Steve. I'm Yahaira, and I just wanted to end with a little quick quote. Individual commitment to a group effort, that is what makes a team work, a company work, a society work, a civilization work. And and that was by Vince Lombardi. We are Health Huddle. And remember, guys, please um, share your ideas, your thoughts, and, and wash stay your hands. safe. And remember, <laughs> social distance. Bye. Oh